Hey, Survivor. Welcome to Episode 4 of the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Today, I'm going to share an experience from my past where narcissistic abuse turned violent. And I will warn you that this is an extreme example. However, I felt that it was important to share so that you could get to know me better and my journey and so that you could learn from my mistakes and better identify, navigate, and ultimately heal from narcissistic abuse. Listen while I walk you down this dark path. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. I'm Leslie Kane, wife and mom, master certified health coach, certified trauma support specialist, and narcissistic abuse survivor. And I know you've been wondering who and what you're dealing with and you're done with distracting people, wasting your time and other resources. You secretly desire a drama-free exit from these toxic relationships. You've had it with the hoovering. You're sick of feeling stressed and exhausted, wishing they would just leave you alone. You wanna heal after narcissistic abuse using holistic health, trauma support, and boundaries. If you're ready to disconnect from dysfunction and prioritize your health and well-being, take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax, this time's for you. Today, I wanna share with you my worst story of narcissistic abuse. And it was a real eye-opener, real wake-up call, and it ended very tragically, unfortunately. In 2016, I met a man at a vegan talk at a local cafe, and he was a very tall, very charismatic black man with a bright smile, baritone voice, and he had co-authored a book with a plant-based doctor and he had shared his testimony at this event of dramatic weight loss talking a person's worth of weight and overcoming chronic illness all on a plant-based vegan diet and he was also from my hometown which was kind of cool and at the end of the event i was introduced to him and his pregnant wife and their young son and I was very inspired. I walked away really encouraged and I wouldn't see him again until January of 2017 when I had the opportunity to moderate a vegan panel discussion that included him and a few influencers at a local veg fest. And this was such a big hit that we were asked to do the panel discussion at a couple of other veg fests across the country. And again, he stood out with his dramatic weight loss story as well as his uh, his dramatic turnaround in his health on a plant-based vegan diet. And we had a lot of fun. A few of us were from the same hometown, so that was kind of cool. People enjoyed that, and they enjoyed the banter uh, between the guys and me trying to keep everybody in line, so it was a really good time. Later that year in the summer, he approached me directly to ask for my help in putting together some pilot episodes for a plant-based TV show that he was working on. And I was hesitant at first. I was like, ah, I don't know. But it was the shoulder of my commercial season and it was kind of quiet. And he really insisted, he really wanted my help with this. And my husband was like, yeah, you know, why don't you do it? You know, why not? And so I agreed. And I signed up and went all in for a wild ride for the remainder of that year. And we're talking, this guy was on a local TV show a handful of times, and he had co-authored a second 
uh, book with the plant-based doctor and he made a couple of appearances on the doctors and we even had a launch party to celebrate the uh, kickoff of his the release of his second book and a lot of people gathered for that and local vegan restaurants uh, chipped in with food and all of that and everybody lent their time and talents to celebrate his successes and I even pulled my family in on it. I remember when he appeared on the doctors for the first time, I, my family and I went to his home and along with some other people in the community and we had food and people uh, brought stuff and we gathered around the TV and watched the episode and celebrated his success. My kids played with his son at local veg fests and my husband even uh, went to lunch with him a couple times and swapped some text messages with him. He even inspired me to go independent as a talent. I left my agency at the time and he sent myself and others screenshots of deals that his lawyer was securing for him and you know shared success stories and uh, selfies from on set at the doctors and some of the other things that he was doing. And then things got weird and weren't adding up. And I got a phone call even from a friend who had a warning for me. And she had said, hey, you know, I know that you're becoming friends with him and you've been working on some things with him, but I just want to warn you that he lies a lot. And, you know, myself and others have had negative experiences with him. He's lied, he promises a lot of stuff, talks a lot of stuff, but doesn't come through, doesn't follow through, and watch your back. All I could tell her in that moment was, you know what, I trust you, I hear what you're saying, I haven't experienced that at this point, but I appreciate you sharing this with me and I will keep an eye out, and thanks. That's literally all I could really say to her at the time because, you know, I'm getting all these messages and all this feedback and screenshots and selfies from on set and things of that nature and dealing with him in a different capacity. And I couldn't really piece everything together, but there were other things. There was a fitness video shoot that was supposed to happen in LA that never happened. In fact, when we uh, got to LA, those of us that were, were helping him with that, I drew a firm boundary line and he discarded me because he didn't like the fact that I was putting my foot down uh, in terms of the extent to which I was going to participate. I caught him in a couple of lies and other people had noticed some strange behavior too. Around the launch party even for the second book, he was very controlling and very condescending and he was changing things at the last minute and it was very confusing and chaotic. but. You know, I don't think anybody could really see the whole picture of what was going on. And then during the holiday time, after the fitness video shoot didn't happen and everybody came back from LA, my husband had lunch scheduled with him for the Friday after Christmas and even felt sorry for him for being alone on Christmas because he was divorced at that time and considered reaching out to him or even stopping by his place just to encourage him. And that's when things turned tragic. On Christmas Day of 2017, I got a text message from a mutual friend of ours who had been up all night 
and who wanted to check on me to see if I was okay. I found out via text on Christmas of 2017 that this guy had allegedly murdered his estranged wife, his 11-year-old son, and their 10-month-old daughter. And the three of them had been shot and killed in and outside of his home and he had been arrested. More details of his abusive behavior came out from his older children from a previous relationship and they shared stories of abuse that they had endured during the time that he had lived with them. Traumatizing as this was, it taught me some valuable lessons and set me on a path of healing. I learned to not be impressed by the illusion of success and to do my due diligence. I didn't, if I'm really honest. I was introduced to this guy from people who I knew and who had already proven themselves to me as being sincere and I went with it, but I didn't do my own due diligence. And to trust my gut, there were some red flags along the way, but in, the, in just the whirlwind of it all and the excitement of it all, I got caught up in it and I didn't, I didn't pay close attention to the red flags and take them seriously. I explained them away, I brushed them off and it cost a lot in the end. I've learned to more accurately and quickly identify narcissistic and toxic behavior in people. And I've learned to navigate those types of people and relationships. It also led me to the bombshell reveal of a lifetime of narcissistic abuse that I've endured. Now I'm using these lessons that I've learned as fuel for my future. And I want to help you to do the same. I've been on quite the healing journey and I've thrown everything holistically that I've ever learned to help me along the way. I've done talk therapy, I've done flotation therapy, meditation, gardening, life coaching, fitness coaching, cleansing, detoxing. I've read and studied. I've leaned heavily on my closest relationships in the community and within my family and amongst my friends. I've joined an abuse recovery group. I've helped others, you know, service. I've earned a master certificate in health coaching and become a certified trauma support specialist. I want to help you on your healing journey with the lessons that I've learned along the way. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.